Hello and welcome to the Buyer to Badass podcast with me, your host, Abby. After over 10 years in the corporate world, buying for four global retailers that have taken me from London to Dublin to Dubai, I've taken the plunge and quit. Join me for the ride as I go freelance. I talk marketing mindset and myself and chat to other buyers who have taken the leap too as I build my business like the badass entrepreneur I know I can be and show you how you can do it too. And welcome back to the Buyer to Badass podcast with me, your host, Abby, who is a new woman this week. So if you listened to last week's episode, um, it basically was 10 minutes at the beginning of me moaning about how, not moaning, it was reality of how I felt in such a low mood. I was so low energy. I was just low vibe. I felt like I was in such a slump or a funk, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what happened to me, um, but it literally went on for like a whole week. And it's so funny because on paper, my life is amazing right now. Like I have, I'm achieving goals that I've been setting out to achieve for like two, three years. Like I'm so happy with where I am and, and what's happening and what I've got coming up. I've got some really exciting things coming. So it really kind of knocked me sideways. Like I didn't really know why, why it was happening, how it happened or really how to get out of it. But I am out of it. I got out of my slump. um, And now I'm going to tell you in this episode how to get out of a slump. Because like I said, it hit me sideways. um, And for the first time since I launched Base Brands, I wasn't excited about my business. For like basically a whole year, I've been excited, really high energy about it. And yeah, I just had no inspiration. I had no energy or anything. So we've all had those moments where we just feel stuck, demotivated and like disconnected from our life, our goals, everything that we're doing. But why does it happen? That is what I tried to set out and find out um, is why it happens. So overwhelm um, is a big factor of it. So at the moment, I am doing an eight week um, like fitness boot camp I guess you call it and a lot of people say you know it's quick fixes don't work this is not a quick fix at all that is not what I'm doing here I basically just wanted to get dialed in um, to the gym and my nutrition. Like I've, I'm always on the gym and my nutrition. Like my boyfriend's a personal trainer for God's sake. It's like boot camp in my house 24 um, seven. But yeah, I just wanted to get dialed in and really focus on it. So for eight weeks, I've just had a bit of a plan and I'm doing a lot. I'm doing more workouts and more steps. So I think eating differently and a different routine and kind of pushing my body has like it is it's hard work then in June next month um Ben and I are going away something big is happening which is so so exciting but it's again overwhelming and I'm running my own bloody business as well and trying to have a life like I feel like that Barbie meme where I'm, I mean we all feel like that where we're just trying to do everything and I definitely feel the pressure to scale my business quickly and that's partly my fault because I've made my journey so public, um, but I definitely wanted to do that because like I've said before, I don't really feel like there's the support there for when you first quit your job and start your own business, especially in Dubai as well. Um, it is a completely different market and a completely different ball game. Um, but I definitely feel the pressure to be an overnight success. Like I think we all like hear those stories about the person that launched a product and it went viral overnight and they sold out and now their their brand is a massive brand and 
that realistically just doesn't happen. And I have to keep reminding myself that like even on base brands, Instagram, I'm like, oh, why do I only have like 2000 followers? I should have like 10,000. And how am I ever going to get there? And essentially, it really doesn't matter. And I just need to carry on doing what I'm doing. Then what can then happen is you spiral. And this is really difficult to get out of because it's really difficult to notice when you're doing this. But we all do this. This is human nature. When we go into this like negative loop of negative thoughts and you start worrying about everything, um, like even tiny, tiny things that aren't necessarily even related to work. It's just your life. And everything just starts to appear a bit negative and everything kind of has something wrong with it. Like, you know, there's that saying that things happen in in threes, bad things happen in threes. No, they don't. It's only because we spiral. As human beings, we spiral. And once one thing goes wrong, we then think something else is going to go wrong and then something else is going to go wrong. So you end up just worrying about everything. And that is, yeah, that is not normal. So I really had to check myself when I saw that happening. Um, and I'll, I'll talk to you in a second about what I did to kind of get out of it. Then hormones, that's another massive part of it, especially as women. Obviously, we're running on like our 28-day cycle. Sometimes we just don't feel as good um, as we do on other weeks. So... There's some other things that can um, cause a low mood and low energy is kind of lack of fulfillment in life, which I definitely have had for potentially the last year, but I don't feel like I have it now at all. Obviously, I'm doing what I want to do, which is why this just blindsided me completely. But lack of fulfillment is another reason why you may be feeling like you're in a bit of a slump. Lack of sun and weather changes is also a massive one. So what's that? SAD, when you have seasonal affective disorder. A lot of people, especially in the UK, um, get that when it's like raining and it's dark. But I live in the hottest country in the world or one of the hottest countries in the world. And it is sunny all the time in Dubai, which is amazing. So I don't actually feel like that um, had an impact. And then lack of self-care is another really common reason why you can get into a slump. But again, like I am quite good at maybe not taking time for myself, but I am good at taking care of myself. Potentially that doesn't work. So maybe I actually need to listen to my own podcast here. But anyway, it's not just about understanding why it it happens. It's then about taking the action and reclaiming our power to feel good and remembering and realizing that we do have the power to transform our mindsets and shift our energy. And this is what I needed this week I just needed a big energy shift and I was sat here this time last week moaning to you guys on the podcast I'm so sorry if you did listen to that episode and you made it through um about how shit I felt whereas that was not helping anyone me sat there in my little hole I was just digging myself a more sad hole really so I then decided that enough was enough and these are the things I did to pull myself out of my slump and my low vibe and my low energy So the first thing I did was I changed up my environment. So I said this in the last episode as well. I think working from home six days a week is just not conducive for my life. Um, I'm starting to resent being at home so much, whereas previously my home has been my sanctuary. So I really don't want to cross that line and start feeling about it like that. Um, And I feel like I'm just like constantly working. I don't feel inspired in my home anymore. And when you run your own business, you do have to kind of bring it most days because there's only you here. You can't really vibe off other people. You can't rely on someone else to kind of pick up the slack that day. It is you. 
So I am moving to a co-working space. At least getting out two or three times a week to a co-working space will massively help me. And who knows who I will meet. That's exciting, actually. So I will keep you guys informed. The other thing I did was I rigorously stuck to my routine. So we all know about my routine and I'm almost like I get stressed when I'm not in my routine and I have to get out of my routine, which probably isn't a good thing either. But I've curated and crafted such an incredible routine for like every aspect of my life and it's brilliant and I love it. Um, So I made sure that I really stuck to that. And trust me, last week when I was just feeling like shit, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I did not want to get up at 5.45 and go to the gym at 6am at all. But I dragged myself there because I knew that I would actually feel worse if I stopped doing the things that make me feel good. So that was a really tough one to keep doing, but I'm so glad I did. Then I also nourished my body. So again, I ate well. I made sure I didn't drink alcohol because booze blues are a thing, guys. Um, And how I was feeling that was not what I needed the day after. Um, So again, I made sure I ate really like good food, nutritious food. I did have a cheeky chocolate bar, don't get me wrong. I am only human. And I really hope Ben, my boyfriend and my personal trainer trainer is not listening to this episode. But yeah, I made sure that I put all of the right things into my body to make me feel good and not like lethargic and slumpy after you have like a big carby meal. Then I made sure I talked it out. So Ben is fantastic at kind of realizing when I'm not myself. And he sat me down and he was like, right, what is worrying you? What is going on? And it took him like a few minutes to kind of prize it out of me. And then when I started talking about it, the floodgates kind of opened. And I was like, at the beginning, I was like, nothing's wrong. Like, I'm totally fine. I don't know why I feel like this. Then after 10 minutes, I was like, I'm worrying about this, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. And it was across every kind of area of my life, but it was tiny, tiny things. Like they weren't, and I don't want to downplay my own worries because again, I don't want to be like toxic positivity here that I always have to be positive. But these were kind of insignificant worries that were having like no bearing on my day-to-day life. Yet I was worrying about them so, so much. So really find someone that you can talk it out with because it really helps. Then another thing I did, um, which is a bit of a sidebar, I don't know how many of you are going to be into this, but I booked a Reiki session. So I had never had Reiki until a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago. So my friend's mum is a Reiki practitioner and she visited Dubai and I was like, absolutely, I've wanted to do Reiki for a couple of years. I've heard about it, but I don't really feel like it's the type of thing you can just Google and find someone Like you kind of have to go with someone that's recommended that you vibe with. Anyway, she did this Reiki session with me in Dubai. So it was face to face and it was incredible. I felt like I like my whole energy just shifted. It's almost like a therapy session and a guided meditation at the same time. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. And then since then, I've been doing them kind of once a month with her over Teams. Obviously, she lives in the UK. And I was a bit sceptical as to how Reiki over Teams would go. Um, But again, it's fantastic. I always feel so much more positive, so much more uplifted, like a massive weight has been lifted. So if anyone wants her details, she's bloody fantastic. So make sure you DM me. Um, But I had that on Monday this week. And that was just me closing the door to this low mood. And I was like, nah, 
no more sister, we are out of this. So definitely take something, take some time to do something that like is really good for your mind, like whether it's Reiki, whether it's just going for like nice long walks or whether it's like a meditation or a yoga class, like something like that. Then what else did I do? So I turned that frown upside down and I got out of my negative loop and I actually started journaling each morning um, just for like five minutes. I'm not sat there outside with a notebook journaling for half an hour. Like nobody has time for that. Um, And I actually do it on my laptop because I find that I can just like type, type, type much quicker than I can um, actually writing down. Like again, my wrist starts hurting when I write too much and that's just not for me. Um, So I just, again, started writing down like three things each day that I was really grateful for. Um, And it just really shifted my mindset and my attitude for the the beginning of the day. So that massively helped. And I'm so into journaling. I've kind of journaled or practiced gratitude for like three, four years now. And interestingly, interestingly enough, it's the last two months or last month that I've actually stopped. And then we start to feel like this. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Another thing that I have done in the past, which I didn't do as part of this round, but affirmations are brilliant. Like when I launched base brands at the beginning, I felt like such an imposter. I felt like I shouldn't be doing that. I was having calls with people and I was getting so anxious and nervous before having like discovery calls and stuff. So I actually researched and Googled like some career woman um, affirmations. And then I just like voice recorded them on my phone and I listened to them every morning and I swear to God, it was amazing. Um, And it really like shifted my mindset and you can do them about anything. Um, So affirmations are a great one. The other thing I did was I said it was okay. And sometimes it is okay just to have a bit of downtime and to not be like on the ball on your game constantly. I didn't force it. I kind of just let it happen and took each day as it came And I said to myself, tomorrow is going to be better. So just like keep on going, keep on doing what you need to do. But I accepted it that we were in this situation and it was okay. I also scheduled in time to spend time with friends. And again, it was almost the last thing I wanted to do. Don't get me wrong, I love my friends, but I almost just wanted to like lie on the sofa and watch Netflix. Um, But that, again, would not have put me in a good mood. So I scheduled time with a low maintenance friend um, and we literally just went for a spin class. So I moved my body, did something that would make me feel good and then a really yummy breakfast. We had a nice catch up and it was just super chill and I felt a million miles better after it so spend time with the friends that fill up your cup because you will feel so much better after it then I also booked a load of appointments for this week to make me feel better so I had my hair done on Tuesday I always feel a million dollars after I've had my hair done I did my nails I went for a lash appointment so I've had like an absolute glow up this week so I knew last week when I was in this I was like right I'm going to feel so much better when I do these things to make myself feel better. So you might have other things that make you feel good and make you feel better, but book those things that are good for you. So those then are the kind of things I did to make myself feel better and get out of a slump because 
boy, oh boy, we were feeling very sorry for ourselves over here Um, and very just low vibe and low energy. And that is not good for anyone. Then I did put in, in place a couple of new things that I haven't done before. So we're only a few days into these, but I have built an evening routine. So here she goes with the routine again. <laughs> but I realized I have such a regimented morning routine and I love my morning routine. Some of you might think I'm crazy and think it sounds awful, but I love my morning routine, okay? And if I don't do at least like 80% of my morning routine, it throws me off for the whole day. So then I was thinking, why don't I have an evening routine? Like that to me makes complete sense to do if I thrive so much off a morning routine. So my evenings at the moment, or they were just a bit chaotic. Like some nights I would work till half five and then I would have my dinner and then I would start working again. And then I would turn off my laptop at like 8.30 and watch a bit of Netflix and go to bed. Some nights I would maybe go for a walk. Some nights I would maybe not work at all and I would just lie on the sofa and watch Netflix. Every night was very different and I don't think my body really knew when it was time to switch off and really kind of take time for myself. So now what I've done is I have a nice early dinner because I like to eat early. So I have my dinner at like half five. So half five till half six is my dinner and like a 20 minute walk time to get in the rest of my steps for the day. Then I do a work hour between 6.30 and 7.30. And then from 7.30 till 8.30, that is my downtime. That is my me time. And I've tried to start like doing really nice things like stretch as part of that and maybe read a book. Now, don't get me wrong. (laughs) I have been doing this for must be six or seven days now. I think I've done stretching like three days out of six and I have read a book zero days out of six. <laughs> so look, I'm not perfect. These things, it's, it's, it's a progression, right? So yeah, evening routine is one thing that I'm definitely trying to put in place to kind of end my day as I start my day. And I feel much, much better for doing that. Then another thing that I'm really trying to do is instead of writing a to-do list, I'm writing a to-da list. And so I'm actually going through like daily achievements. So the night before or the morning of the day, I just write down like two things I want to achieve that day. So today, for example, one of the things I want to achieve today is record my podcast. So now I can tick that off. I have one other thing on my list that I need to do today. And if I don't get anything else done today, at least I've done those two things. I really want to get away from piling too much on myself because when I first like launched my business, I felt so, so grateful to be freelance, self-employed, be out of the kind of horrendous nine to five life. And I felt so grateful to be here. And I was, I was on a high constantly for about a month. I was just running on adrenaline. I was just so happy to be here basically. And I was working like 12 hours a day. I was loving it because it was my own thing. I was working for myself. Everything was new and exciting then you realize that that is not achievable 24-7. If we could all run on that much energy, that much adrenaline and be that productive forever, we would all be incredible robots, basically. Um, But it's not reality. And that kind of has now hit me with a bit of a bang. And I need to remember as well that I left my nine to five, left my job because I wanted a certain lifestyle um, out of out of my life and working six days a week, 12 hour days to the point where I'm so burnt out, I'm so low mood, I'm not even leaving the house 
is not the lifestyle that I did this for. So I want to make sure that I'm really focusing on the big things as well and the things that are going to move the needle in my business, the things that are going to make a difference to my income each month instead of getting bogged down with like the tiny, tiny things each day, but being super busy doing that. So this is something I've actually just been doing this week. So Monday to Friday and every day, yeah, I have two or three things and I know that they're the really big things that are going to um, move the needle in my business and take me towards my bigger goals. And I'm really enjoying it. It's really working well. So those are the things that I did to get me out of my slump and some new things I've put in place to make sure, hopefully, I don't go back into a slump. But essentially, what I've learned is I'm doing a hell of a lot in my life. The people that are doing this with children, I, d- I don't know how you're doing it. Like, I really don't know how you juggle all of that children a career a household all of that I can't it just gives me anxiety even thinking about it but we are all doing a lot and we really shouldn't put too much pressure on ourselves so my vibe now is go easy roll with it and focus on the big goals so I am actually going to have a couple of hours this weekend as well seeing as we are at the end of May now that's like nearly halfway through the year guys can you believe it another month and we're halfway through the year Um, and I'm going to just spend a couple of hours on my goals so my personal and business goals um, for the rest of the year and I'm going to put in like a step-by-step plan as to how to actually achieve them what I'm going to do because again I kind of feel like I had this goal to start my own business and to leave my nine-to-five for literally a year and everything I did like revolved around this big goal and now I'm kind of like well what do I do obviously I have like goals I'm going to keep on working towards but it's just Sometimes when you have like such a big thing that, again, it felt so out of reach for so long. I'm not going to lie. There were times when I thought, well, actually for a lot of it, I kind of felt like it was just a pipe dream <laughs> and I was working towards this, but I could never, I would never leave the nine to five and it would just never happen. And now it's happened and I'm doing it and I'm, and I'm rolling with it. But now I think I just need to like take my foot off the gas a tiny, tiny bit and just go easy and enjoy the ride. So this is your reminder to do the same for you as well. So I hope this episode was useful. It's a bit shorter um, than I usually go. Quite a few of my episodes have been shorter, actually. Um, I have a guest coming on with me next week. So that episode should be up in the next couple of weeks. She's super, super exciting. You're going to absolutely love her. Remember, if you have been in buying, design, merchandising, anything to do with retail and you have left or you've pivoted and changed your career, please let me know and come on the podcast because I would love to speak to you. And as always, I love when you guys message me on Instagram. So you can reach me at buyer2badass or at base.brands on Instagram, please DM me. And if you ever have anything that you want me to talk about, please let me know um, because I love getting feedback from you guys. But have a great week and I'll see you next week. Bye.